Yeah, so my mother used to, my both my parents used to slave us, like, not really slave us, I would get paid, like, five bucks a week to do, to do like, stuff. And, like, it was like, oh, well, I got paid to do shorts, too. Like, no, nah, we mowed, like, eight lawns, ten lawns a week. Like, I worked, I started working, uh, doing framing and stuff when I was, like, 12 for, like, my dad's friends and everything. Like, like who the fuck does that to their kid? Like, I worked high school, like, I actually worked concrete through high school, but I was, like, it was kind of under the table type stuff. I didn't get paid that much. Um, but yeah, when I was like eight or nine, my mom's friend had a dairy farm or whatever, and um, they like, for a summer, they sent me over there to help them, and uh, I got woken up one night, dude, and um, <laughs> they're like, it's 4 a.m., it's like 3 a.m. or something, like, hey, like, whatever, like, one of the cows is pregnant, we went over there, they had horses and stuff, we take care of them, but woke me up, I put my stuff on, and the, her husband was huge, he was a big, big guy, he was like... Six eight, six nine. He was a big dude, and we're sitting there, and he's trying to get the cow to turn because um, I guess the uh, the calf was like breached, so he had to like turn it around. And he was trying to get the cow to turn, and the cow kicked him right in his thigh. And I was like, "What the?" And it was right next to me. He missed me. He would have kicked me through the freaking boards. And he and they <clears throat> they kicked the dude. The dude like slapped the slapped the leg as soon as it touched. Like he saw it coming. He wasn't even looking at. It. He just like felt it coming. It hit him, he slapped the leg, and then he punched it in the ass, and it finally moved to where he can, like, get to it, to where he can, like, turn the turn the calf around or whatever, and I was like, what the fuck? I need to get that big. Dude, <laughs> I remember when, when we were younger, we, <clears throat> we grew up, we grew up in, in the country uh, for part of our lives, and uh, mm -hmm. I had friends that had farms, and, uh, uh I, I remember the first time I seen that. Uh, well, you know when they had like when we'd go out to the what they kept the horses and shit, you know, and because uh, they they would train to do those uh, those Mexican. Uh, oh yeah, the the shows or whatever. Yeah, they, they the, dance and like, uh, do man, the rodeos or whatever. Yeah, the rodeos, yeah. the Mexican rodeos. I forget what they're called in Spanish. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so you know, one day I remember we were walking and I was going to walk behind the horse and my buddy's like, hey, "Don't walk behind the horse." Like, Why? They were like, "They'll kick you." They, they have, like, a reaction. They just don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, they, they can't see you. They'll just yeah, start kicking because yeah. they think you're a predator. Yeah, and uh, um, so I was like, okay, and I thought it was stupid, you know, whatever. But I didn't do it, and then I seen it. <laughs> Bro. Mm -hmm. uh, I was watching a movie where, uh, I forgot what movie that was, but they were using, like, it was, they were getting chased, and uh, uh, they, they got into a, the horse stalls, and all the horses got loose. And uh, oh, John Wick! Oh yeah, yeah. John Wick three, and he was using the horse to yeah, fucking like do kick him and, and stuff. And I was laughing because uh, I was telling Beto that actually happens, man. Yeah. Like, and when you, when they kick you, you're either gonna just fall to the ground or, or you're gonna fly. Like, yeah, I seen the dude fly. He, he got kicked. He got he got both hooks in the fucking chest. He flew. I was like, holy shit, it's real. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're supposed to when you're at the back end of them. You're supposed to like. You're supposed to put your hand on him, and then like keep your hand on him. So like when you brush him or whatever, because I had to brush horses at that ranch, and then you're supposed to like keep your hand on him, so they know it's still you. So they have some sort of like association. But like, oh, I just saw you. You have your hand on me. But yeah, no. There's a couple of times where I'd be like brushing their hinds or whatever, and they would kick, and I'd be on the side of them. Thank God. So they'd miss me. But it was freaking scary, dude. Yeah, like, dude, he's, like you're like, dang, I'm like a heck of small. 
they would kick right at my head level, and I'd be yeah. like, oh, that's, that's death right yeah, there. For that's sure, it. dude. Yeah. But it's funny. That's, uh, me drink, that's me eating from a straw for the rest of my life. If you, if you ain't never seen it, mm-hmm. it's insane. Mm-hmm. It's insane. It, it definitely changes the world. So the whole yeah. thing, back to the animals are a friendship. Like, dude, no, no. They're your friends until they feel... Until they don't want to be your friends. Until they don't want to be your friends. Like, this yeah. whole... I, I, mean, I don't know what's going on, dude. I don't really read shit into that, but... Like, uh... uh there's, I guess, the NFL is going to honor Mike Vick for something. Oh, is he? I don't, I don't know. They're, they're doing something for him. Or, or the teams. I don't know. I don't know. I, I Maybe the Falcons know. are doing something for him. Huh? Or something. Maybe the Falcons or the Eagles something, or something. Something, yeah. And uh, um, I haven't seen people, like, post shit. Like, fuck this turd. He doesn't deserve nothing. All this kind of shit, you know. And, I mean, I get it. You know, like, he fucked up. Like, like, and what he did, it was fucked up. You know what I'm saying? It is. You know, um, uh, most people, <clears throat> I'm not saying that it was okay, but like, I grew up <clears throat> in an area where everyone I knew did that. Yeah. yeah. And, and growing up, it was just normal. Mm-hmm. It, it, you, there was either chickens fighting or there was dog fighting. <clears throat> and so I, I've had dogs my whole life, you know. Um, I didn't, I never fought them, but, you know, I, I very close friends of mine did and that's when they kept dogs for just that mm-hmm. and it just wasn't um, it was just normal it just yeah. you know um, it was just normal that, that that's what happened on Friday and Saturday nights you know and um, again not saying it's, it's okay but he did what he did he got punished whether you whether you think that it's enough or not. that was enough or not mm-hmm. he got punished he yeah. served his fucking time He changed. How many people do you know? How many people do I know that are fantastic people that did something wrong in their life and went to prison? And it wasn't that they had to go to prison to become better people. It was that they were already that person. It just it took something to shake them up, mm-hmm. wake them up. And now they're fantastic people. They always were. They just fucked up. Mm-hmm. But we hug them every day. Yeah. We, we, we see them as family. We love them. But because... Vic is who he is You hate him mm-hmm. And I don't understand that Like I think it might be Just because <clears throat> We hold like our We Put these people As um, Examples Of how Like our kids Like Vic was a big thing Like dude Like if you're He was one of the few Running quarterbacks Before now Where everyone's A running quarterback now But it's like Oh you know Like it's a Black quarterback They don't have like much, much, uh, like Warren Moon, and like they're very, well, very few and far between. And then you have because this you elevated uh, as a society, elevated we, yeah, we, we elevated, elevated him, so we hold him to a higher standard. But so as soon as he breaks the law, we hold him to a higher. Uh, but that uncle, that that uncle you have, that's part of your family that loves you and you love, who went to prison of fucking murdering somebody mm-hmm. when he got out, you hug him, yeah. don't you? Yeah, I pretty mean, much. You know what I'm saying? So shouldn't you elevate him? Mm-hmm. That, that, that's my whole point. Hold like, everybody to the same standard, no yeah, matter what yeah, time it is. Dude, I don't, I don't care what it is. In, like, a, in a perfect utopian society, well, it, that's well, how it would be. But, but what I'm saying, it, we, we should be. Then that's what we should be trying to do. And it, mm-hmm. it just trips me out. Like I get, I get it. Like he, he did something fucking horrible. Yeah. But we all know someone that did something fucking horrible that went to prison, mm-hmm. and now we hug him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we hug him and we forgave him and all this kind of shit. So. I just trip out that hey he he, he did something, yeah. and I get it. It was towards an animal, 
I get it. Like, mm. toward many animals. I, I, I know what he did. But he did his fucking time. Uh, I, I don't understand what the hatred... I mean, I understand what the hatred, but he, he, he got punished. Yeah. Let it go. Fucking mm. let it go. Mm. Yeah, there's like a two... I think people forget there's like... There's like a process for punishment. There's you being punished. There's you getting caught. There's you being punished for getting caught. And then there's an acceptance of you entering back into society. And people don't accept people like that. They like turn the blinds like, oh, well, if you're bad enough to go to jail, then you're always going to be bad. And then that's the whole... That, but then that kind of asks because they're like in, you know, but they're like in, in whatever institution they're in on Saturday and Sunday saying mm-hmm. that people can change and they mm-hmm. can change. Yeah, exactly. You know? And if you're going to hold everyone to the same standard of that, of that institution, then everyone and, should have their back turned on each other. And, and, like, and like, like, exactly. And like yes. I said, um, with the prison population being what it is, more than likely, we all have someone that's yeah. been to prison in our family or yeah. close friends. Mm-hmm. But we don't turn our backs on them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's my whole thing. Like, fucking chill the fuck out. And, and um, he's... Let him be. Mm-hmm. Let him be. Because you yourself and your family aren't perfect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I know I could name at least two people right now that I'm very close with. I fucking love. They're fantastic people. And, you know, they they did some shit and, and they got in trouble. And, uh, again, I don't think these people had to go to prison to... Uh, to become who they are I think they always were They just You know I don't know Maybe a part of the environment I don't know I'm not trying to come up With excuses for them But I'm pretty sure They were the same people Before Yeah You know And uh, Dude I fucking love those dudes And they're They're, they're honestly Two of the most Fucking uh, Best human beings I know Yeah You know what I'm saying So To me I don't know dude I, I trip about that Just Because he hurt an animal People are so fucking, but these same people eat a fucking. How many populations of chickens have you gone through? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're you're hurting an animal too, man. Yeah, exactly. Every time you eat a fucking chicken, every time you eat a hamburger, you're hurting an animal. So, mm-hmm. how about you turn that fucking uh, mirror around and look at yourself before you uh, judge Michael? That's all I'm saying. Animal are friends, but we eat the motherfuckers. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, maybe I don't need a dog, and, but I want. If, if, if I think if uh, <laughs> if it came down to you starving to it, or eating a dog, if it came down to sorry, Roxy, I'm gonna eat you. Yeah, I'm gonna eat your ass because uh, I'm hungry. Yeah, you know. Yeah, if it comes down to yeah. <laughs> anyway, how you been? <laughs> I've been all right, man. I've been too busy. This new this new job's been keeping me busy. I don't think I need her ass though. No, no, no. no. Just I would eat nobody like groceries. Yeah. <laughs> I would leave that alone. Yeah, I know what comes out of there. I pick it up yeah. every day. Her thighs, though? Yeah. 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 Nice, and, nice and lean. I'd be looking at them thighs all the time. Like, man. That's, that's some bestiality stuff we don't need to get into. <laughs> this is not a session. Like, keep that with you. Oh, you sorry, man. I thought I was with my uh, therapist right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. No, how you been? <laughs> no, I've been all right. I've been freaking working too much. And then, like, <clears throat> I thought you yeah, were a, yeah. Well, I started that new job in August, and then that was like oh, two weeks. The two two weeks before that, we recorded, and then I started that job, and that pretty much took me through August and September trying to get that stapled down. 
and then in October, my mom bought a house. Like the last week of September, my mom bought a house. So October, we uh, painted it all, um, pulled the carpets up. She bought a house to do work to it. Well, she moved into it, um, but it needed new paint. It like it had a, like a hundred and two year old lady living there, and then they put her in a home, and it was empty for like eighteen months. I <clears throat> we we've been looking to buy a house, but I think the reason why we really haven't committed is because like every house we run into. She's like, I don't like them counters. I don't like that paint. I don't. I don't like that floor. And, it's like, and then it's like, nope. If I buy some, I don't want to do anything to it. I just want to move in. I'm not trying to um, renovate. Yeah, I'm not trying to do that, man. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, we found some legit shit, but it's like, I don't like them countertops. I don't like that kitchen. So, mm-hmm. That's why I said, wait a minute. She bought a house to do to work. To work <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. That's what you do, right? As soon as you move into the house, you start working on it. So, yeah. So, we got a couple quotes from some dudes. And is I told my mom, I was like, I'll just paint your house and pull the carpets up and do it all myself. So, my buddy, um, Big John, we call him Big John. He's not one of, the, it's not one of those weird names where it's like, it's Big John, he's like 5'2". Like, he's, he's actually like, Big he's John? He's like 6'5". Yeah, he's okay. a big dude. <laughs> he's like, looks like he got carved out of a mountain. Because um, he lives in the mountains. He lives up in... Uh, Camp Nelson, hmm. and uh, so he came down and for like five days we washed the walls, painted them, pulled all the carpets up, we, we kind of semi refinished the floors. But um, I gotta I gotta actually get someone in there who actually will redo them because the floors looked actually fairly good. But anyway, so that took me like two weeks, two and a half weeks to do. Then we had moved her in for two weeks, and then the holidays happened, and now we're here. Just like everyone else, he gets freaking. As soon as it hits September, everyone gets busy. How many throw? Nah, fuck! I wish. Oh. <laughs> Fucking hell! Don't, don't remind me. I wish freaking day were over. Yeah, you know. Though, by the way, that that day you uh, um, you asked me to help you paint your mom's house, I was busy. Yeah, I know. I asked you to help me paint her house like three days, and he's like, "Oh no, I'm uh, I'm busy. I'm busy." And then five minutes later, I see a post of Michelangelo's drinking <laughs> drinking the old fashions. Was, was I well, not quality was, control? Was I not doing something? Yeah, you were getting drunk. That's what you do. But um, yeah, but uh, what you been up to? Nothing. Nothing much changes for me. You know what I mean? Like every day is about the same. You work like an hour a day. Ah, uh, three. Three hours a day. Three. Um, uh, about three, and uh, um, then I usually either. Go to the gym and then go with Michael Angelo's or spoke for a after gym drink and after gym treat. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> and uh, um, that's about it, man. You know, um, I've done a couple um, couple episodes without you. Yeah, I know. I'm still waiting for you to give me those so I can edit them and put them up. A couple of HK on the streets. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, we know what's funny is uh, I try to call you know our place over here mm-hmm. so I could try and get in. I figured I might as well go and learn the. Um, Oh, C-Mac, yeah. Yeah, learn the, um, editing, and the stuff editing and all that that they have. Because I'm like, well, they have all the shit. I, I was going to put it all on my on my, uh, on my my tablet. But I'm like, why? When they have everything there, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I, I tried. Still waiting for a callback. It's been like two weeks. Yeah, they're like, this is kind of a busy time too. Because it's like the end of the year. They got to do all their tax stuff, get all that ready. Because they're a, I don't, I don't think they're a non-profit. I think they are non-profit. Are they non-profit? I believe so. So, yeah. Hey, what's going on? But, um, and then, um, 
but yeah, but they, um, they, uh, that's Alvaro. He just opened up a shop on olives. That's one of the things we need to talk about too. But it's called, um, I think it's called Black Marketplace. B L K M R K T P L C or something like that. Uh, by the way, uh, someone just walked in and that's what he's talking about. Yeah, and uh, they do like he teamed up with um, with neighborhood thrift and they're doing like a vintage store. Oh. And so I think some of the proceeds go back into the neighborhood. But they're on Olive between Blackstone and Moreau Vaness. Um, right there's like this if you if you're driving east or west you'll see a sign that says dentiform or whatever. Oh, okay, okay. And then there's like a old um, uh, it looks like an old bank or something. Down the street from the uh, from the radio station. Yeah, down the street from the radio station. Just uh, east of the radio station. Um, yeah, but it's a cool little spot. It looks cool. I stopped by last week to kind of get a sneak peek, and he was having a meeting with some uh, some corporate bigwigs. So not corporate bigwigs, like local, like the neighborhood thrift guys. So he was like, "Hey, come back later at one." But I had to put my kid down for a nap, so I didn't get a chance to check it out. But I've went to the shop. It looks pretty cool. Probably not stuff my size. I'm a little bit heftier. A little more junk in my trunk, as they say. <laughs> I fill out a pair of tight jeans really well. I've been told. Uh, <laughs> By one, and uh, so if you ever see him, it's it's not a it, it's it's not a third leg, folks. It's not a third leg. <laughs> yeah, I always yeah I always carry cold cuts on me just because I get hungry. I pull them out and eat them. <laughs> Is that him? Yep. Body temp. <laughs> Body temp ham. Oh, I like it. <laughs> it's, it's it's called. It's called Spanish cured ham. Yeah, it's called yeah, jamón de Saúl. Jamón de Saúl, jamón. Jamón, yeah. But um, but yeah. Okay. <clears throat> but it's a cool little spot. Um, anyway, well, I marked off that thing off our yeah. list. So <clears throat> we haven't talked about beer in a long time. Before you get to that, okay. <laughs> I've talked to other people about this, and it's been it's been this long. Okay. How do you feel about the? Joe Rogan's sketchy town comment. Oh, it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. And apparently he's talked about it twice now. Yeah, he supposedly has. Yeah. And that's the thing too. Like it's funny because you hit because I think you hit me up and said that it was like you're down at Chef Paul's and you're like, man, this place is fucking cracking. And I go, oh yeah, it's it because Joe Rogan. And it was like, like the day after. The day after, and you're like, what? So then I sent, I think I sent you the article yeah. or whatever. But um, I'm not. <clears throat> I'm not surprised by the sketchy town. No, no, um, no, for sure. In all honesty, if you go into Chinatown and then you go into like the boil, or you go into not the TL, because the TL has a lot more crackheads and stuff. But the TL, like sometimes I walk in San Francisco. Yeah, and sometimes I walk through the Tenderloin and feel more safe than I do walking through the West Side or East Side of Fresno, just because I know I can handle a crackhead. But like, if someone comes up and like. I, I used to run around the streets of West Fresno when yeah. I was a kid yeah, me in too. high school. Yeah. And, like, that shit gets suspect. But I never felt uncomfortable in the Tenderloin. And well, maybe because I'm a large man as well. That's so probably that why, dude. Because, yeah. because uh, uh, I actually uh, I actually had a situation in the TL where uh, the place we were staying at, uh, the garage, does, they don't want, they'll tell you to not park in the street. Mm-hmm. Up there, they're like just parking in the garage because it'll be safe there. It'll be there in the morning. You park in the street, it's not going to be, be there. Gone, yeah. And so I parked 
I parked in the garage, which was like two blocks away, which happened to be pretty much right in the TL. And uh, and it's funny because the TL, uh, the Tenderloin is right smack in the middle of like the financial district mm-hmm. in San Francisco. So it's like hella ghetto hood crackheads running yeah. around, and then like two blocks over, it's the like and seats. yeah, it's like it's all the big buildings uh, with people in suits, uh, uh, big money cars, and and then you go like I don't know two blocks north, and it's like the posh fucking little. Uh, uh, Hotels and you know shit like that, so it's it's in the middle of, of like some, some nice shit. But anyway, so I walk over and there is three dudes on the corner and they see me walking down the street by myself. And it's probably because I'm not a big dude, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, and I remember they they, they just kind of started talking and two dudes walked across the street towards me but they went across the street and the other guy started walking towards me mm-hmm. and it was real suspect dude um, those two guys across the street kept their eyes on me so luckily I always carry a knife you know mm-hmm. so I stuck my hand in my pocket I opened up my knife and I kept walking towards the dude in front of me and uh, he's walking and as we started getting closer, those other guys started crossing the street. Mm-hmm. The crowd you in? Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, <clears throat> I pulled my knife out and put it next to my, uh, uh, by my hip. The guy in front of me seen that and whistled. And the two dudes across the street, they were, they were, they just turned back and walked back across the street. And then this guy walked diagonally towards them and left me alone with him. Mm-hmm. But it was, dude, I, I, I thought, shit, I'm about to get... Jumped, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm about to get shanked or something, you know? But um, the T.L. is a little sketchy. Mm-hmm. I, I, it doesn't keep me from going there. Mm-hmm. Just like Chinatown doesn't keep me from going yeah. there. And I was telling Jared about this, and I get it. When, when they come into town, UFC guys, they stay at that, what is that, the Double Tree? Double Tree downtown, yeah. By, 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 by Southern Arena? Mm-hmm. And if they went straight down Kings Canyon or Ventura, whatever that is, to the Chinatown, oh yeah, that's so sketchy. Yeah. No, it's definitely like a, um, it's definitely an image problem because um, Fresno's been trying to struggle with this a little bit just because they have that the nice zoo now. The zoo's really nice. I don't know if you've been recently. I haven't been. But it's cool. They have the African Adventure. They have like a the seal exhibit and they have some other stuff they're planning they're planning like this Afri- this uh, this uh, South- like this Asian or Southeast Asian experience as well um, so um, for animals it's not like they're gonna you know be singing you like old Chinese operas or something <laughs> so anyway so and then they're also trying to revitalize downtown but how you get from the zoo to downtown yeah sketch it's not pretty no so either you go over to you go over to Eighth Street and take that all the way down, or you go over to you take the freeway down to Ventura and get off on Ventura and head left, and then there's the mission with all the camp encampments, and then you pass by. Like the thing is that if you took so there's three different points I'm trying to make. One, if you take the um, if you take that and drop it in another city, if you take Chinatown and drop it in another city, it's just another part of the city. Like, I think the Boyle's nice in L.A. I think East Los is nice. Like, uh-huh. I go through and I'm like, I don't feel... But then again, I'm a large motherfucker. So, like, 
it helps that I'm this big. But on the other hand, like I feel like I've taken my daughter around there, walked yeah, down the streets yeah, with her, she, stuff like that, and she's felt kind of well. She was like two or three yeah. at the time, or two. She was like two at the time, and she was cool, saying hi to everybody. And that's Is she still two? She's three. She's three okay. and a half now. Um, but she's almost taller than you now. She, yeah, I know, she's right? a tall kid. And then um, she, she's always like 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 when I'm around, she I think she she like thinks I'm her age, and she she talks she to me, and yeah. I'm just like yeah. Yeah, she's super talkative. She, <laughs> kids always talking. She woke up this morning at six and she was talking to herself though for like an hour. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, you ready to get up?" And she was like, "Oh, I'm up, Dad." I'm like, "Yeah, I know you're up." I can hear like, you. Yeah, she was like playing with her stuffed animals. Anyway, um, but yeah, but so it's just like any other neighborhood. It's just the fact that it's Fresno that people already have a negative mm-hmm. picture idea of yeah. what Fresno is. Like I deal with this a lot at my work because I work at a hotel. Um, People are like, oh, yeah, like, this is a shithole, right? And I'm like, no, there's stuff to do. Like, there's not a lot of stuff to do, but there you could find stuff to do. It's not, and it's the thing is, is that they're comparing it to L.A. They're comparing it to San Francisco. Yeah, of course, yeah, there's not a lot sure. of stuff to do compared yeah, to those places. Exactly. But you could always find something to do. There's a drinking district that's getting better. You know, there's, um, there's you know, we're on, like, the upswing for a lot of things. Um, the second point is, I like how Chinatown isn't downtown. They they call it Chinatown mm-hmm. until like Tyra Banks stops by or Joe Rogan talks about mm-hmm. Chef Paul's and like oh it's a part of downtown Fresno. I was like really yeah. because you guys yeah, don't because, pay any yeah. attention to Chinatown yep. until you realize you guys have this hidden gem yeah. in the middle that and everyone knows about who lives south And now you show. want to include it into your downtown. Yeah, yeah. and if we did that, they wouldn't have passed all the legislation to cancel the dual zoning. Yeah. Now they're all businesses. You can't have people like, dude, like, you should have let a developer come in. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, I'm not a shady developer that a lot of down, downtown's okay. owned by and stuff. Which but, like, we get actual, mostly here. Yeah. No, and that's what it is. It's just a lot of shady developers that own downtown now. Um, there's not just one. There's multiple. Um, and then, like, let a local guy come in who really was passionate about it, someone who grew up in the area or, like, whatever. You know, or like have a collective of people who just don't want to buy buildings and rent out space to people and just take money, you know. But actual people who are going to go in and do like the dual zone thing where they're going to have shops at the bottom and redo all of the apartments up top. Because what's up above a lot of those buildings are your, that's where a lot of your farm workers used to stay. Um, I know because my grandmother used to bartend in the Chinatown back in the 60s and 70s. She used to bartend in Chinatown. And uh, she used to take my uncle Rudy to. If you ever run into his name, Rudy Chavez, he goes to Spokes a lot. He looks like Jafar from Aladdin. But anyway, so all the guy, all he does is Imperial Stouts. So, um, and he still lives on C Street in Ventura, like right off the highway, uh, right off, uh, yeah, 99. But she used to take him to work. He used to fall. He used to sleep under the bar while she worked. And when she was all done at two, three, four o'clock in the morning, she'd pick him up, walk him home. 4 a.m. in that neighborhood in the 60s, 70s, you know, um, put him in the bed, and she'd wake up with him and send his ass to school every day, but, like, so I have a little bit of history there, but, so I might be a little biased towards Chinatown because I really enjoy it, but, yeah, they let someone like that come in and redo those shops at the bottom, and then all the, all the housing up top is actually the single room, the single, you know, bunk Which, bed or two bed, ho- two bed houses, and they have the community bathroom. You could revitalize which those is, and make them like lofts or whatever. Which is if uh, if you ever stayed in San Francisco, like in the, in towards the downtown areas, a lot of places are like yeah, that. Almost like tenement buildings, yeah. like tenement halls. And stuff like they, they have the businesses at the bottom and then the lofts, whatever up there, where up top with with the community bathrooms. Yeah, yeah, 
And that's something that we could have done. We could have embraced, but no, they're like, no, it has to be businesses only because only businesses move down. Businesses don't save anything. What saves what saves areas is residents. Mm-hmm. Like if you were to do that and make them affordable, you know, four hundred dollar rooms, five hundred dollar rooms a month, and then you have like a really we do the bathrooms with a really nice or even like combine two rooms and have one like to make them studio apartments or something where people know that they're going to be you know sleeping right next to where you know their restroom is or whatever like a little water closet or something you know if I was single in my 20s I would have done it yeah for sure it was cheap enough for yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah you know you have some great restaurants down there that would probably reopen mm-hmm. what the Azteca's down there I mm-hmm. think the, mm-hmm. is it the Azteca I, uh, I believe so yeah I the, so. the film or the theater like you get a lot, some a couple of restaurants that are already there would start profiting more because it's, it's that's the thing one of another thing with downtown is that like um I thought that the city was trying to kill Chinatown for a little bit and two um well yeah and they, we, and they stopped we, traffic they stopped traffic yeah and then we all, yeah. and then um and then like and then Chinatown not only Chinatown like Little Italy's the old Little Italy's just north of that you know there's the original Bank of Italy building right there on Ventura and like and uh F Street you know, oh no, sorry, Fresno and F Street. Okay. And like, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of stuff that's historical that we've just completely forgot about. Just sure. washed under the wood instead of embracing all this yeah. stuff. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, like, that's one of the major problems with downtown is that like these rents are so high, people aren't moving into these places. So there's a lot of places that are still empty. Mm-hmm. And then restaurants can't survive because, like, who's, if you're paying a thousand bucks, eleven hundred bucks for rent, you're not going to go out and eat once a week, even once a paycheck. You're not going to be able to afford it. Like, if you were paying 800 bucks for an apartment down here, then you'd have a little bit of extra scratch, you know. 900 bucks for an apartment, you'd have a little extra scratch to go out and, like, pump money back into the economy. But if you're paying just to live down here and you don't have the amenities, like a grocery store and all this other stuff that everyone has always spoken about, you're not going to have this money to pump back into cockies or pump back into TS or pump back into, you yep. know, um, uh, House of Pendragon or like uh, Joe Steakhouse or wherever you want to go, you know. So they can do whatever they want to revitalize. Like, love on a moving down here is great. But how many people live here, they're going to be able to walk down and afford one of their $5 croissants and $4 mm-hmm. cups, cups of coffee? Mm-hmm. Not many. Like, you're going to be able, you're going to be heavily dependent on people who travel down who get here 10 minutes before they got to clock in for work, like, yes. who's going to come in? Yeah. Like, okay. they're going to be making the money on break, on the breaks and on lunches, and that's it. And they're going to be closed by four like everybody else, yeah. and that's it. Because all these cats who live down here, you know, I, they could afford a $5 pint of Tiger's Square, and that's it. I've been uh, saying it for a while, man, that uh, Chinatown has definitely been left to fend for themselves and kind of die out, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Fresno has not helped them out at all. And then when they closed all the streets to Chinatown from downtown, mm-hmm. it, man, it killed off a lot of uh, a lot of potential. And the restaurants that were mm-hmm. places that were already there lost out of it. Not so much like uh, the, the ones that have, that have already been there because a lot of them have uh, their clientele from the people on the west side who know they're there. Mm-hmm. Or like a Chef Paul's who um, they were a nice little hidden gem that... Mm-hmm. Um, People would come down from North and Clovis mm-hmm. areas to uh, to, to go, um, but yeah, the day after that whole comment, man, I, I went in <clears throat> just because that's that was my plan anyway, and uh, I didn't I didn't I didn't work that Friday, so it could have been a Monday if so you didn't work. I would have been surprised. So I went in, and uh, man, luckily, uh, 
luckily there was one spot open at the bar and uh, uh, yeah uh, like I lucked out and I was just tripping out man uh, 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 how many people were there there was a couple the big tables had the big, they have the big tables towards the end they had like the reserve sign on them and I go Okay, and I guess supposedly they've been just been cramping, yeah. But yeah. Uh, and it's like that, like <clears throat> when Tyra Banks stopped by, they were busy for, um, they were busy for like two or three months, like every single day. They were slamming after like eleven thirty, twelve, and then it kind of started dying off. Then Joe Rogan talked about it. And it's a different, it's a different fan base, like with, like, you know, when Tyra Banks there is a more minorities, so like you know, people are like oh Tyra Banks, you know, and some you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nine minority fashion used to stop by, but Joe Rogan has a lot more. Yeah, a lot more. Pool and, what, and what trips me out is with North Fresno. Is again know, demographic. Uh, I I totally understand the whole uh, sketchy thing. If, if that's the if that's the route he took, definitely. And you know, I mean, most of downtown is you know a little a little suspect looking. Yeah, but yeah. but every oh not every but a lot of downtowns are like that, dude. Like for instance, uh, you're talking about getting off ninety nine on Ventura and then hitting left. To go to Chinatown and all, all the mission and all that, uh, all the homeless there, which is crazy because it's kind of like getting off of the freeway in Berkeley and going towards, uh, was it 6th Street? Uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. To go to like field work and shit. Mm-hmm. As soon as you get off the freeway in Berkeley, I, I forget what street that is, but um, dude, like right off the freeway, like, like, oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's fucking horrible the amount of uh, oh, homeless people that are there. Like, they've actually like just built like a camp themselves there, and uh, from the freeway to like a block after you cross the railroad tracks in Berkeley, it's insane. It's insane how many uh, people are out there, and that place is, is sketchy as hell. You know, uh, but you get past that, and mm-hmm. okay, and just because there's. And I think a lot of that too, because the same thing with LA. Anytime you get off of LA and uh, a freeway in LA, there's like an encampment, right? Because there's so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially uh, homeless people, there's so many of them. But um, you have a destination to go to. So people like who are visiting don't, they're like, oh man, there's so many. And, they'll, and that's one of the first things they'll tell you when like people are coming from out of town or whatever. Like there's a nice couple from Chicago. And Chicago has a homeless problem. Any major city has mm-hmm. any urban area has a homeless problem. They didn't even they didn't mention they were they visited San Francisco for a couple of days and they didn't even mention the homeless people just because they're used to it themselves. It's yeah. like that's what they know. But then we had some people from nice Wisconsin and they were like, "Man, there's so many homeless people in San Francisco." I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there are." But you know, it's just it's a seven square mile city with. You know how many five million six million people? I don't know how many people. But it's a lot of people. Yeah. And uh, you know, so that's why there seems like it's so many is because they're just very limited space. So everyone's kind of com- combined. So in the East East Bay, there's only so many livable spots, only so many spot, fat, um, flat spots that you can set up camp. But you know, if <clears throat> they're to open a couple more restaurants or a couple more anything in like Chinatown or even downtown, then when people you give people a destination to go and visit. Yeah. They see it, but they're like, oh, that sucks. But, you know, there's really good restaurants we hit. Mm-hmm. Or there's, like, a nice oh, museum no. that we hit. Or, like, there's a cool theater that, like, did this and that and all this other stuff. So, it, like... It's kind of crazy how people go into, like, an L.A. or San Francisco and give it a pass on the shittiness of the area with the homeless or whatever. Or it's dirty mm-hmm. because, oh, but there's a great restaurant there. Mm-hmm. Or there's, ha- there's a ton of great restaurants. Oh, there's a museum there. Oh, there's some, like... 
there's something to do so they get a pass. Yeah. Because it's San Francisco or LA. If it's Fresno, oh no, it's fucking sketchy. Yeah. But uh, I think Joe Rogan gets a pass because he he mentioned how sketchy it was, but but Chip mm. uh, Hall and. Yeah. Any kind of notoriety to something down there is good for anybody, mm-hmm. uh, for, for anything down there. And hopefully, uh, whoever uh, is planning future of Fresno, they'll understand that they need to stop ignoring Chinatown, man. You know, because yeah. uh, there's some some nice buildings out there, dude, that are empty that could be made uh, mm-hmm. into something. And you know, um, if if a little money was pumped into that area. Dude, it would be mm-hmm. a, it, it would be a nice, remember, nice, remember, nice place. I remember going down there and there being like the nice lion statues and stuff and this and that. All that stuff's yeah. kind of gone. gone. They pulled it yep. all off. They, yeah. But that's, I love going down yeah. to Chinatown. Like I love going down, um, you know, to uh, to uh, you know Central Fish or going to the Temple yeah. or like going to Christmas Meat Market you know and insane? parking and walking around. Um, and it was cool when I was younger. That day I was there, I decided to just take a walk. You know, just kind of tripping out, like, okay, like, it's, it's sketchy, you know, just took a walk, and, you know, I walked past Kyoto, uh, and then I walked past uh, Central Fish. It had to be about lunchtime. Central Fish, it, if people don't know, they have a restaurant in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Central Fish it's had a... Little. 15, 20 seat restaurant. Yeah. yeah, they had a fucking line out the mm-hmm. door, dude. They do every almost every day. Yeah. Fridays for sure. Yeah, I was tripping out like, yeah. okay, everybody's talking about Chef Paul's, which is great. Fucking Chef Paul's mm-hmm. is fantastic. Central Fish, dude. I was I was amazed. Like they had a line out the door. I was like, damn it. And I rarely ever go there anymore. Um, back when I when I when I was growing up in the West Side, yeah. I'd, uh, there, Chris's Meat Market uh, was was the late night spot, you know. Although you go through and at Chris's Meat Market at like two o'clock after all the bars and clubs closed, uh-huh. oh. and the whole street should be lined up. It'd be like a little mini car show. Yep. People be doing donuts out yep. in front of Chris's yep. Meat Market. Yep. People be dancing, playing loud ass music. Dude, you, it was like the after spot. Yeah. And then you the cops would show up at three thirty if I yeah. can break it all up. But you could go get some bomb ass tacos. Uh, yeah. Or a uh, or a hamburger or torta, you know. Uh, yeah. uh, I remember. Uh, I remember all my friend, my, my friends would be like, "What you having? To give me a torta, man. Give me yeah. a carne asada torta." Yeah. It's funny, man. But yeah, that that, that used to be the spot, man. Uh, and uh, you know, there's there's a lot of things down there, man. That uh, that I feel are being ignored. And you know, what Joe Rogan saying, what he said, hopefully. More light and shined on it. Yeah, That's, and I hope they take it in the, the best direction. Yeah, like now they just don't be like, oh, let's just make it a mini mini downtown. Yeah, and then just start you know trying to make as much money off of everything as possible and start screwing everything up. Yep. But, but yeah. um, like them salmon tips though, salmon tips over at Central Fish, it's like salmon belly and they slice it up and like fry it really fast. It's just a bomb. All right, there like you go, it. salmon tips. Mm-hmm. So go ahead now. All right, so we've covered that shit. <laughs> All right, so a lot of stuff's happened in the beer scene since August. Um, we've, uh, yeah, a lot of stuff's happened in the beer scene. It's 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 been a while since we did this, so. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of things happening. There's uh, the craft brewer guild. The craft brewers guild started a uh, Central Valley Craft Brewers Guild started a craft beer week. Uh, we had the arrival of Russian River that everyone is super excited about. 
we had like this Firestone thing where the head of marketing or so, whatever. So that should have been the segue if we were smart enough. Um, yeah. Going from the Joe Rogan. Oh yeah, that's good. To, we're we're out of practice. It's yeah. been like four months. Yeah. So it's December now. So 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 going from the Joe Rogan comment down to the Firestone comment, which has been a while, people. I, I get it, but uh, we never never talked about this, but. Uh, I guess one of their marketing directors or something, or somebody supposedly worked for them that didn't yeah. work directly in the brewery. There was some kind of office personnel. Uh, I know that they're the head of something, though. Tweeted to John Legend. John Legend, yeah. Uh, that they, they were sorry they had to come here because he was here to watch his brother play against Fresno State or something nephew, like that. His nephew. Nephew, something. Something. Yeah. Family member. So and, then, of course. And yeah, so we got. It, uh, sorry you had to go to Fresno uh, thing and uh, um, uh, it got it, it, of course being Fresno it got a lot of air, airplay on the uh, news programs and the newspapers and the, the interwebs and stuff and uh, um, uh, Fresno being Fresno you know a lot of people were calling were, were, were asking for blood they, 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 they were demanding a head on a, mm-hmm. on a, on a stick you know and uh, um, it, it kind of just got washed away, didn't it? Yeah, after about two weeks. Um, it was really funny, too, because... Um, it, it was really funny because it happened like a week or two before the food expo. So I went to the food expo with my work, and David Walker was there. And he was took a picture with Lee Brand and all the city council who were there and all this other stuff. And then he, they planned to come back and do a dinner for them. And two weeks later, like a lot of their reps and uh, big wigs were... Um, <clears throat> we're over at they stayed at the hotel for a day and like they were just trying to do a bunch of stuff and it was um, it was interesting but I had a feeling it was going to go away yeah. just because I think the louder people get about stuff on the internet the faster it kind of goes away like personally for people because people just those are the people who get angry about everything so they just kind of go and I was actually going to bring up like remember when people used to be like I haven't bought any Firestone products since then for work it's that's business so I, well, I have to you know, 805 sells. Um, but I historically, I, if you go into the bars I've helped manage or run, um, outside of Spokeasy, we've kind of stopped carrying Firestone products just because of my personal history with them business-wise. Um, and, like, I've done not only to them, but, like, a lot of other uh, breweries that have promised me stuff and never delivered, so I just stopped carrying them in general. Um, um, so this one... <clears throat> they had a lot of tap handles. We did have like one or two because we're doing a promotion with them right now. So this is me purely speaking from not a professional standpoint, but a personal standpoint. Um, but covering that, <clears throat> like remember when we used to get mad and shit and we'd just be like, you know, we're not going to do that anymore. And then we just don't do it and don't tell anyone about it. Like people were like, oh, you know, like, no more 805. They're not local. Well, of course they're not local. It's 805 is the area code. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, but like people get mad and they're like, we're never going to buy a Firestone again. And then they, they they drop like that Manhattan fucking beer and everyone gobbles it up, right? Like a week later. Yeah. Um, which I thought so, was, which I, which I personally didn't like it. Yeah. So I have a bottle of it at my house. I haven't had it yet. But um, I had it at the brewery. Yeah, the brewery is okay. Yeah. No, yeah, the rep came and dropped it off for me. So I was like, yeah, I'll try it. But, um, but yeah, like... I miss that. I miss us, like, people being like, you know what? I'm not going to support them anymore. And they don't tell anyone about it unless it gets brought up. Like, hey, I'm be like, I don't, I, don't, I don't support that. Like, I can't do it. And it's like, um, but now everyone has to vocalize, like, hey, 
F you this and that and actually they're slamming 805s and Union Jacks like there's no tomorrow and he's just like yeah like why don't we just say hey like as a city hey like thanks for me like thanks you let us know how you feel about you so like you let us know how you feel about us so we're just not gonna we're just not gonna do that anymore well you know you know I I kind of feel like like that might happen with people who actually really enjoy beer. Yes. But Fresno as a whole is more of a drunkard. Yeah, they're, that they're, that they're that they're gonna just drink it anyway. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we all know this. If you go down to Pismo uh, or San Luis and stop by Firestone on the way. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to see an aunt or an uncle or a cousin or a friend there. Yeah, because somebody drink with Because it's yeah. funny to me that they, uh, that whoever that was that worked for Firestone uh, made that comment. But Fresno, uh, Fresno pumps a lot of money into that brewery. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I know I've stopped by there a couple times, uh, well, a few times. And uh, well, well, especially during the anniversary, I remember. Uh, two, I didn't go last year, but the year before, I believe we went. Uh, I got uh, I got free tickets from a friend, and so we went. And everyone in line was from Fresno. It was insane. It was like uh, it was everyone. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I I remember we sat in line for like an hour before it, it started, and it was just like constant conversation with people that were from Fresno because I knew. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we we pump a shit ton of money into that place, um, and for that person to make that comment was insane. You know, I mean, we're not gonna stop drinking it. Uh, I I just had some Firestone the other day. Yeah. You know, um, I prefer to drink Sierra Nevada, mm-hmm. uh, but um, uh, every now and then, you know, I'll see the it. last one standing. I'll see it at the Costco. Oh, dude. Oh, uh, yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Dude, I, I just had a a, 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 a pale yesterday or, the, or two days ago. Um, that, that beer is fantastic. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you you kind of forget about it because it's so it's just always around, it's yeah. just always there, and then you have one that's fresh. It's insanely good, dude. Yeah. And then the guy at the store that I bought it from told me, "Oh man, get some Blue Moon and mix it half and half." I said, what? He he saw me looking at it, like going, what is this? Like, but, it, I, you know, I, I know what it was, but I was like, all they had was a, uh, was it the 32 ounce? Mm-hmm. And I, what I was thinking is like, man, do I want to do a 32 ounce? I kind of just wanted like, I don't know, just maybe a, a, a six pack where I could just drink the, you know. One at a time, man. Yeah, and um, so I was like, I, that's why I was looking at it that way. And he comes over and says, hey, man. Get that blue moon and mix it. It's perfect. I said, what? And I thought he was joking. He says, yeah, man. Um, at the bar I go to every day after work, uh, they do what half and half of blue moon and... Uh, Chinavada? And, yeah, the pale. And, I, and I'm staring at him going, is he fucking being serious? And he says, oh, man, it's fucking great because it, it doesn't mix. It just kind of sits on top. And then when you get through that half... You get another flavor. I'm just like, 
oh shit, he is serious. Like, why would you ever do that? Like, th- this beer is fantastic as it is. Like, why? But yeah, he was serious that they. I don't. Uh, it's like a modified black and tan. Yeah, that's that's what he said. He goes, it's, but still, why would you why would you want to do that? That's insane to me. But uh, anyway, yeah, that that beer is fantastic. So, but I will have a, you know, uh, there's not many beers from Firestone that I chase or that. You know, um, I got over that Laponic series real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, man, I think I stopped at like six. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't had any since. Um, but there's some that, that I'll have. Uh, top of my head, I can't think of any. But I just had the, the mixed 12 pack that they had at Costco, which was all right. You know, um, but as a whole, I don't think Fresno will stop drinking it. Yeah. You know, uh, they they make too many beers that are a good. Um, and I put it a good a step up from people that are used to drinking Coors, Bud, Corona, Modelo, the 805. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to stop drinking that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of people in Fresno that would prefer something closer to a Coors Light. Yeah. You know. Um, and that's the thing, too, is that, like, their apology is like, yeah, I get it. Like, everyone apologizes, but make it something, like, worth it. They're like, oh, anyone who's in Fresno who shows up to the... To the craft, to the brewery for the next two weeks until the end of September, it gets a free tasting. That's ten dollars. It doesn't really cost them anything. Dude, you want to apologize? Make all your twelve packs eight bucks for fucking in through December. That's an apology. Yeah. You can afford it. Like you ship so much of that. You ship so much of that shit. Is that you can literally be like, hey, eight dollar twelve packs until the new year. Sorry, Fresno, we fucked up. Yeah, we fuck, put put up put up put up. And a, you'll sell ten times more than what you would have sold. A, make a Fresno pack. Yeah, make a you Fresno know? pack, or it's that. It'll be 805 and yeah. uh, Union Jack. You need to slap a box of condoms on that thing. People will fucking buy that shit up for it. Like, what are these? Water balloons. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I, thought, I thought it was, yeah, it, it, it'll never happen, man. Um, we're, mm-hmm. as, as, a, as a city, we love that beer too much, you know? Yeah. Anyway. The, yeah. So, yeah, so that was uh, that was interesting. Um, speaking of Sierra Nevada, they are the last one standing because New Belgium just sold, just sold to yep. Kieran. Um, everyone's all crazy about that. Um, I want to know what, because it's employee-owned, so I yeah. want to know what all the people well, who have ownership in it, like what they got paid out. Yeah, uh, supposedly they got, they, they uh, no, they got like nice packages. Oh, right? man, I, packages. I, wish, I, wish, I wish you would talk to me before, because uh, I, I was actually reading that article a couple days ago. And they actually put out. I think there's numbers out now. Oh, cool. Yeah, and so, so some people are gonna. I know a lot of people are freaking out because you know, uh, you ever been to Fort Collins? Uh, New Belgium does a lot for that for that Community. city, yeah, yeah. Um, for that town, dude. Uh, it's insane to me. Um, I, I had a whole new respect for them after I visited Fort Collins a few years ago. Um, not only the way. They run uh, uh, the brewery. Uh, people really seem to enjoy being there. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, but also, like, uh, everything they're doing to try to be green. Uh, most of the factories run on solar. Um, uh, the way they treat their employees. And But what the thing that tripped me out the most is uh, you walk around Fort Collins and... You know that the whole slogan of uh, "be local, buy local." They they do it. You know they they help out that community a lot. Um, bike racks everywhere. Dude, it was insane to like. Uh, we didn't we didn't know that the week we were there there was a whole bunch of uh, 
events getting put on, and a lot of them were getting paid for by uh, New Belgium. And uh, New Belgium has just about like every corner uh, in Fort Collins, they have huge bike bike racks that they built, paid to get built, and paid to get installed. And uh, each of those bike racks had thousands of bikes, just hundreds of bikes on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was insane. Um, they hold a, um, I forget what it's called, but it's a, uh, it's a concert they put on. And if you ride your bike there, you get in for free. Uh, and man, there was thousands and thousands of bikes in front of New Belgium. They actually have a bike parking lot. And it's just, it was full of bike bicycles. It was insane. But they do a lot for that community, man. Um, and so I had a whole new respect for them uh, as a brewery. And uh, I hadn't had, I mean, I, I've enjoyed their beers. I haven't had nothing uh, from them in a long time until I went there a few years ago. Then every now and then, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm not doing much for them because, you know, I would buy I would buy a fat tire every now and then after that just because I knew I was in a way helping that brewery. I I I I love their uh their model. You know, it was it was yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people don't understand. Like specialties are cool, and like we all we all have tastes. Like our beer taste changes. So when a lot of us started drinking craft beer, like he like he brought up Sierra Nevada Pale, I drink that. My taste has changed. I'll go back and drink that on draft when I see it. Mm-hmm, for and, sure. You know, most of the time that's the only one that's up there that's different than everything else. So I'll drink one, and it's fantastic. But um, I hadn't had a fat tire in a long time, just because my tastes have changed. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I liked more. You know, I'm not saying that's not a bad beer. It, it's it's not a bad beer. Um, <clears throat> Um, but I like a little bit more nuanced hop, hoppy beers, I guess, because I'm a beer snob. But um, people don't understand that, like, flagships are what keep the brewery open. If they people were just to sell only one-offs, they wouldn't make any money. So, like, you have to buy flagships to keep the brewery open. That's why they make them. That's why they're flagships, because that's the foundation of their beer. So when people stop buying flagships and only hunt rare stuff or only hunt, like, the rare releases or the barrel-aged stuff... Um, uh, that doesn't keep the lights on no, and the doors totally. open and people wait um, and that's something that people forget hopefully Kieran learns from the ballast point mistake yep. of, or the the uh, constellation uh, mistake. mistake of like just <clears throat> coming in firing the whole sales staff changing the whole demographic of ballast point like I had a buddy who lived down in San Diego and he told me that <clears throat> They were literally their barrel aging program. They were literally, he said it looked like a scene from Prohibition where they were cracking open uh, wood barrels and just pouring them down the drain because they weren't selling them and they didn't have the money. They didn't want to put the money in for that anymore. Well, the barrel program is what you help buy. Like, the barrel program is what you bought. You should have a rep just for that too, just trying to sell that stuff. But they got rid of a lot of those guys. They're sitting on beer. They're dumping all their old barrel-aged stuff out. Like thousands and thousands of gallons of beer they were just dumping. Because they, they couldn't get rid of it and they didn't have anyone to push it. They got rid of, like, their barrel master quit. A lot of his people quit. They fired some people, some brewmasters or some assistant brewers and head brewers and stuff. They left. So, like, hopefully Kieran will be like, hey, you know what? We're going to buy you because... You make a lot of beer, you ship all over the country, and you just keep doing what you're doing. Yep. Okay. And we're going to leave you alone. You know. <clears throat> which is, a, uh, which is 
I kind of feel like uh, AB InBev did with. Uh, they did like Wicked Weed. They do uh, it with like. Um, um, the one, the one beer that everyone hates AB InBev, but they still buy this uh, Goose Island. Goose uh, Island, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the uh, the Bourbon County stuff? The Bourbon County stuff. Uh, people people are still rushing on buying that shit every time it comes yeah. out. Yeah. So um, hopefully uh, they do that where they just leave them alone. I know uh, uh, New Belgium bought out uh, what's that brewery in um, in San Francisco? Um, oh man, here I'll come back to that because uh, I'm gonna sit here and just think about it for a while. Twenty uh, first Amendment? No, no, no. Uh, it's a really small brewery. A lot of people don't really know about it. It's old school brewery. Uh, they have two of them. Height mm-hmm. uh, Nashberry. Oh. Uh, oh man, uh, I'll look it up. But yeah, they. I know they bought them out. Um, Speakeasy brewery? No. Okay. I know um, they got bought out too. Oh, did they? Yeah, they got bought because they they were shuttered for a second. And someone bought them, and reopened them. Uh, Speakeasy ales, and then uh, AV, uh, AVB uh, Anderson Valley Brewing just got bought. Oh, they did. I, yeah, by, by, a, by, by a small uh, by a family, a guy and his family from like North North Bay. He bought a lawyer and his family. Magnolia Brewing. Magnolia Brewing. Okay. Uh, yeah, they bought them out two years ago. So I wonder what's going to happen with that. Probably if anything, they would just let status status quo. Like, hey, we're just going to status quo. You guys, like, keep it, keep it up, keep doing what you're doing. As soon as you start losing money, because there will be a small backlash. People will not buy a New Belgium. Like, just goes, went through that when they bought, were bought by Heineken. They still go through that now. A lot of places don't carry them anymore just because of that. You know, but if you're carrying craft brew and you start selling craft brew, you're not going to carry like anything They're not crafting anymore. Um, have, have you ever been to Magnolia? No, I haven't. Dude, it's nice. Uh, uh, it's a nice uh, old school. Uh, and I think that um, that's the reason why uh, New Belgium bought them because I believe... <coughs> They were thinking about closing. They were about to close, and New Belgium stepped in to buy them um, because they do a lot of old world beer. Um, you, you, uh, I've been there a handful of times, and uh, there's at least four bitters uh, on, on 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 the board. Um, they do a new uh, uh, England IPA. Uh, uh, they do, you know, their their old world beers that. Nowadays, you know, nobody drinks them, you know. Um, but man, they they're they're fantastic, man, and they're right right on the corner of Height and Ashbury. Um, so there's windows all the way around. Uh, you could it's a trip. You could just sit out there and just watch San Francisco happen, you know. Uh, that's if, cool. if you like San Francisco, that's like that's a spot where you could just sit there and just watch. And, and watch, people watch and just uh, there's a place across the street that they well that area has a uh, that area has a, a lot of history that's where mm-hmm. um, you sound like the, the heart of the hippie movement yeah, yeah exactly Nashbury, that's the exactly. Grateful Dead with, like yeah, they, kind of played a lot of gigs around there they, uh, they had a similar messenger service and they had like things, a big you know. like uh, 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 concert there Jefferson so, Airplane yeah where they where uh, all the people <clears> from the <throat> 70s you know uh, Jimi Hendrix all of them end up like a like a free concert right there on the corner, mm-hmm. um, you know uh, the love movement, dude. So right across the street, there's a, a store that kind of uh, that sells a lot of. We celebrate Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, like every so often, 
after, out, out of the top of it, it shoots out uh, uh, bubbles. And so you see just bubbles everywhere, dude. It's insane. Um, but it's, 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 a, it's a cool little area. And I'm glad that New Belgium stepped up to, uh, to buy them out. Jacob actually uh, told me about it. Uh, BKR mm. told me about it a few years ago. He, uh, he seen I was down the street. He says, hey, man, uh, you mind stopping by here and pick, pick, picking me up a six-pack? And you know Jacob, BKR, uh, he's not one to, to ask that from you. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not one to, to go, oh, hey, like a lot yeah. of... Since you're going out of town, yeah, since you're going, since you're going a there, can you, can you give me this? Which a lot of people do when they find out you're going out of town, which yeah. is why I stop telling people that I'm going out of town. Um, yeah. Jacob texts me, he says, hey, I, I noticed you're down the street. Uh, you mind? Pick me up a six-pack of these. They just released them. And I thought, well... If Jacob is asking, that shit must be good. Mm-hmm. So I went uh, with my buddy, and man, we sat there for about five hours outside, just fucking pounding brews and uh, eating because they have a restaurant. Um, yeah, dude, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good little spot. If you're ever in San Francisco, uh, Magnolia Brewing, if you don't know, now you know. Yeah. But, but anyway, yeah, I hope they keep that open. Mm-hmm. So, Sierra Nevada, last one standing. Last one standing, yeah. Independently owned. We'll probably always be independently owned. I think the daughter's helping run it now. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no. Uh, and they're good too. I, I've seen a change in their beers recently. I think for a little while they were tor- torpedoing everything, so kind of their beers were kind of starting to taste kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Um, now I think they've stopped that practice, and their beers are uh, their beers have always been solid and dependable, but now they're a little bit different. Um, you could tell what they are now, uh, but uh, like the <laughs> yeah, but um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, it's nice. It's nice that. Uh, and the the thing is too, like you don't get into business and not try to get rich. Like there's a passion about it, but you know, like passion usually leads people to close. Like Rubicon closed, Boulder Beer Company, which was mm-hmm. one of the first licensed breweries after you know Carter signed the home the home brewing thing or the independent brewing thing that opened was going to close and they got bought out by someone recently well, they didn't and that was get like the bought. oldest did they get bought out or they got an influx of cash from a corporation which yeah. also means they got bought out uh-huh. but um, I think it was an independent guy anyway yeah, independent, so they're still yeah. independent yeah, anyway exactly yeah but yeah but they were like they were the oldest independent brewery in Colorado one of the oldest independent people call me the oldest craft brewery uh, that's Yingling still they're the oldest. They open like the oh, yeah, 1800s sure. or like yeah. 1700s. Even Anchor is older than them, but Anchor's owned by like 